Welcome back to College Questions. I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. And we appreciate you guys listening in. Today's topic is one that I am thankful that we have the opportunity to talk about. It's a heavy topic. Um, I'm sure you've seen as the question hits. So, Tarshawn, we got to get real. All right. But we, it's necessary, right? That's what I love about life. I mean, there are certain conversations that are intimidating to have yeah. because it's heavy and because you know it's real. Right. But it's ones that you also know are so important that you, you got to have. Okay. And so the question is, how do I handle suicidal thoughts? Man. Um, I know, right? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, this podcast is not, you know, we, we normally are a little chill and laxed and we work through, navigate our ways together through these conversations. But um, I'm... You know, it's a tough conversation, tough topic. I think one thing, obviously, coming from a Christian standpoint is you need to, uh, I go back to, uh, I was talking to a buddy about this. I go back to uh, no Bible, you know, scholar or anything, but let's see if I can get it right. Uh, I remember when, Jesus walked, he was, he was coming in and he asked his disciples who is the town of where he was. You correct me if I'm wrong. Who is the town where, who are they saying that I am? Mm. And some was saying that he was, I think it was John the Baptist Mm. and they were saying he was this and that. And, uh, and then he asked Simon, he asked him, who, who do you say I am? Mm. You know, and Simon told him he was the, you know, the, the Messiah, the mm. son, of man, son of God. And uh, then, you know, with that being said, once he acknowledged who he was, Jesus turned around and told him who he was. Mm. Um, I think what I'm trying to say is until you acknowledge who God is when you acknowledge God who God is Mm. he will then in turn tell you who you are Mm. you need to acknowledge who he is for your life who is he and he will say okay Simon since you told me who I am Mm. there's the only the only way you would know that is if you know you had a relationship with God Mm. the only way you would know that so if if you know who I am I'm about to tell you who you are. Mm. You are Peter. And upon this rock, yeah. I'll build my church. That's good. Right? So I think I think with that said, in the suicidal realm, I think a lot of times we struggle with identity. Mm. And we get lost in trying to be what other people want us to be. Or we get lost in we just get lost. We don't yeah. we don't know who to be. We don't we yeah. don't want to be ourselves. We're not good enough. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a tough, tough thing to deal with. But I'm a believer. And in a, being a believer, I do believe that God knows exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a complete difference in mm-hmm. you thinking that you have to be alone. Because when you know that you're enough, you would never want to give up on yourself. Right? When you know that yeah. you're enough, there's no way that you would want to give up on yourself. So I think the lack of, of feeling empty, that mm. emptiness, yeah. uh, and I could be wrong, y'all, I'm yeah. just talking, but yeah. the lack of being empty 
is 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 something that really can push us to to thinking yeah. some suicidal thoughts. Right? Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. In all seriousness, have, yeah. you, have you ever had suicidal thoughts? I personally haven't. I I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like, I think first thing I think I've ever thought. I don't know. Like there, there has been a time where you felt like I felt like, you know, I've messed up to the point where I feel mm. like the world would be a better place without me. That and I think, yeah, okay. Then that's the first, that's that first seed of thought. Right. Yeah. I felt like, man, like why, why, like why am I messing so up? So let me ask you this then. Yeah. What, what got you through that? Um, how, how did you get to where, where you answered that question I in, would, in a way that you're still here? Yeah. Um, the people. Right. All the people that, that would miss me. Mm. Right. You think about think about the people that you don't even think about would miss you. Don't think about your family not calling you all the yeah. time or don't think about that. Think about the people that you do come into contact with. Yeah. That do care about what you're dealing with. Mm. You know, think about that and then think about how that person would feel if you mm. just said, you know what, I give up. Mm. And ultimately now that was back when, you know, Tarshawn was just going to, you know, to, to tech, man, yeah. by himself. And, yeah. you know, but you look at, you know, now it's like, I know, you know, people yeah. I have relationships. Yeah. That happens through, you know, seeking God and, and God putting these people around mm -hmm. me that care, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. They really care about yeah. me from day to day. Yeah. You know, so like, ultimately, that's the kind of stuff that goes away. So that thought, that's as far as that thought got into yep. my head. Yep. Was uh, man, like I keep messing up like this, mm. man. Like the, the world would probably be a better place without me. Mm. And then it's like, okay, but if that happened, I'm I'm hurting people that mm. you know they're they're gonna miss me. Mm. What about them? And then that's what got you out of that. So, what man, about you? Uh, so when I was seventeen, yeah. Uh, I came to Christ when I was 15. That's when I, I believed, you know, I didn't grow up in church right. and I didn't, you know, at all. Uh, but when I moved, my parents got divorced when I was 10 yeah. and we moved to North Georgia. And I remember I started seeing the name Jesus on the signs. I'm like, all right, who is this? Why, why are people, you know, putting his name out there? Yeah. Long story short, you know, a couple of years after that, I, I realized he is who he says he is. Right. right. Like I've, I'm separated from God because of what I've done, right. my, my wrongdoing. Right. And the only way I can be right with God again is through Christ. And so made that decision, began that relationship with God at age 15. A couple years uh, went by and, you know, it's high school, man. I was struggling, uh, but I tried to do what's right. Tried to stand for what's right. If I did go to party, people knew I wasn't going to drink, mainly because I saw my dad as an alcoholic and I knew what that did to him. And I didn't want that to, to happen to me. So I'm like, I'm, I'll just not be that guy. Yeah. And so people respected that. It was fine. They didn't give me a hard time. And so, um, I mean, it might joke about it, but it's, it's fine. They, they knew. <clears throat> so, uh, I remember I, uh, made a decision one night to get drunk because I had a couple things that going on in my life that it were just really weighing on me heavy. And so, uh, made that decision and uh, I'll make a really long story short. I talked about this once before on a podcast with Jordan West and, and um, went into more detail if anybody wants to hear that. But I'll just cut it to I came home and the, the, the coach I was living with at the time, he said, 
everything he found out I had gotten drunk and his words to me were everything you've ever stood for is wasted is worthless. Right. Wow. So those words of death, which is what those were really affected me, obviously. Right. Cause I'm thinking, well, crap, if everything I've ever stood for is worthless, what's the point of being here? Right. That's where my thought process went. So at that point, it's like, it's terrible. man, what's the point? To yeah. the point to where I got really close to actually doing it. Right. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I talk about it on the other podcast. I, I'd rather not. I mean, it's a heavy thing for me, man. You know but what it, podcast but, that is? Which episode is that? I'll have to look. It's the one yeah. with Jordan West. It's okay. a while back. We I, talk about it. But, uh, but you know, I think I'm, and I, that's where I, instead of focusing on my side of that story, we'll save that for that if listeners yeah. are interested. But I think for, for this podcast, I'd like to get into what do you do? What, cause that's our question, right? How do I handle suicidal thoughts? Number one, I'd love to say this. It's interesting to me that you and I who come on this podcast, we try to do it on a weekly basis. Yeah, We love our conversations and I, you know, I love, you know, growing our relationship. It's always fun to hang yeah, out with man. you, man. And, and I learn from you. And yet we've both just admitted that we had had those thoughts Yeah. right now. Maybe mine went a little further down the road, but yours were early on and you kind of cut them off earlier than me, yeah. but we both still struggle with that, which I think is safe to say that I, I hope what people hear is it's a lot more normal than people want to admit, which I think should encourage people. In other words, you're not abnormal to have a thought like, man, what am I doing here? Why, right. why be here? Right. Man, there's a whole man. <laughs> if you haven't asked that question, right. You are an exception. And there are people out there, I'm sure, that haven't asked that question. Right. They haven't dealt with something heavy like that, and they're, they're, they've never thought that. But I think a lot of people have. Yeah. And I just want to say that, like, that's normal. Right. Now, what matters is what do you do, do with next. it? Do next, yeah. And what do you do with it, and, and how do I handle it? So that's where we go from here. How do I handle it? And what I heard you say was, man, what helped me handle it was the people around me. You know what's really interesting is? Yeah. The same thing that saved you, the practical thing that God used to save you from going any further with that thought was the very thing that saved me from, from pulling the trigger on that gun. Wow. It was the thought of, but what about them? Wow. And not even knowing, bro. I was actually 18 at the time. So what am I, 41 now? How many years is that? Uh, goodness gracious. 20, 23 years? Yeah. Who knew? 23 years ago. I got five other people in my house, Tarshawn. Yeah that are relying on me and counting on me had no clue when I had Did that you know thought before Do you don't know you, this no, is I'm saying, your life, I'm saying at 18, 18, I'm saying, and I guess what I would want to tell someone is, look, I know you can't see it right now, Yeah. but trust me, there is a, there is a plan for your life and it's beautiful Yeah. and you just got to trust God. It's coming. Yeah. And I know what you're going through is hard right now. I know it stinks. I know it's gut wrenching, but let's, let's find a way to get through it yeah. because I, I promise you, it's worth it in the end and your life matters and you need to be here. And there are people right now counting on you. And there are people down the road that are counting on you and you don't want to miss that. Yeah, bro. What would I mean? Really? And I I find it interesting to me that that's the thought that God put in our brains to bring us back to truth was, Hey, there's others that are counting on you. Yeah. I'm looking at that really impacted my life. I'm looking at you literally and I'm just thinking about how like I mean everybody listening to this and we didn't know this about each other like you know what I'm saying like and it's just like to me I'm thinking about like man like I never knew like you know what I'm saying so what if what where are we at now bro this don't happen no you you don't have your family that is not even existing no 
those kids, man, like you think about everything that we could have gave up on, everything that we where we are now and what we could have just gave up on. Like, and it's just like at times I'm just like, wow, mm. man. Look who look who couldn't have who you couldn't have affected. There's people you affect that I don't even yeah. I, the stuff you yeah. come into contact with every day I don't even know about. Know. But there are people that you affect, man. Like mm. and I mean, you think about the kids at the club, man. Like, yeah. I don't that doesn't happen. That's right. That's right, man. So anybody that's dealing with that stuff, you you don't know what God has in store for you. There was a linebacker I played against. Yeah. He played for Henderson. His name was Mark Mouton. And I love Mark, man. We ended up in a Bible study one time, which was so fun to be rivals and to be in a Bible study like that. But I went to see him one time afterwards, uh, after the season was over, and he was going through some stuff. And he told me, man, he uh, I'll always remember this conversation because he, he, he started to, he's like, man, he's like, Justin, it's like I, I sense God telling me, Mark, I know you don't see the end. You can't see the end, but you're going to have to trust me with, with the, he's like, I, I got it figured out. Yeah. You just going to have to trust me with it. And like, he was wrestling with that and he was coming face to face with like, all right, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you. But he was, he was admitting that, that he need, he had to wrestle with that and, and get to that place. And I thought that's so healthy. And I love how you even started this conversation. And, and I think that's the the big picture of learning that, it's so hard when you're going through something like that and you start to have those thoughts with you can, you own, it's like, you know, the tree in the forest, it's like, you're only focused on that thing, but there's this much bigger picture and Tarshawn, there's this much bigger picture that if we're willing to step back and see outside of ourselves and outside of our situation, just for a moment, then there's hope, right? There's hope that it won't always be this way. There's hope that I can get through this. And it might require some work, it, bro. I had to go through there. It, by the way, after that, there were some hard days that followed that. That that decision I made had some serious consequences, right? Yeah. So it didn't make it was it didn't mean life. Life was rough for a couple months, but you know what? One day at a time, oh, it got a little better. One day at a time, the sun was shining a little brighter. Yeah. You there know? are people. There are people that I've come in to contact with that don't know that they pulled me out of out of a bad wow. headspace. Wow. Right? And it's just like conversations that you have and, Man, and they that's don't powerful. they don't know. Like, you know, like and it's with that said, here we are talking about it and I'm looking at two and I'm a, I'm looking at two strong men. Hmm. Two men that that are very strong um and that do a lot in a in you know with our our own ministries. Um with that said, you at one point we both at one point thought about not being here. Yeah. So you have to you have to think about that person that is dealing with this every day, mm. who you come into contact with, who you're arguing with, mm. who you're arguing with, who are you saying you don't like them and they hear that. Who you yeah. like that that can hinder a person. Mm. So there's a lot of things that I try to keep to myself because I know that what that did to me. Mm. I know what those kind of words do to me. Mm. Even when I really can't, I really rather not be around the person. Mm. Like I'm not going to say that to them because there's a reason why there's always a reason why somebody is doing something. Mm. If a kid is acting out, 
don't just tell them. See, that's why you're not gonna be. You ain't gonna be nothing. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. Why would I tell them that, man? Yeah, man. Like, why? Why would I tell him? Those are those words that stick for a lifetime. Yeah, man. You know, and that that causes some serious work through for people if if they have the um, the courage to walk through it. I mean, those are the kind of words that have a really negative effect on someone's life that they've got to be courageous enough down the road to look back and be willing to unpack that and, and, and admit that it's affected them in a big way and to wrestle through it. And that's, that's hard. Yeah. We had an interview. I was, had an interview just recently. Uh, forget it's, it's a video on Facebook. Anyway, um, we talked about he, one question he asked me was, uh, where does, does my passion for working with kids come from? Mm. And I told him it came from, you know, uh, somebody telling me that I wasn't good enough. Mm. Somebody telling me, I, no, like you you might need to find something else to do. Mm. That's where that comes from. And this is what I was talking about. Yeah. Right. Like there's been plenty of people that told me I was not good enough. Mm. And then now you got people saying, you know, you hear people say, man, you're so good at, like, and I'm just like, that's God. Yeah. Because that was a point where I believed them. Like, you know, like. Which I think is so wise about how you started this conversation with yeah. identity, knowing who I am. Yeah. If who I am is tied in God, then then I can trust him. Yeah. If it's tied to me, bro, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, man. I ain't got a shot. We in the same boat. Like, I'm not. And I'm so thankful to have peace with. Yeah. Um, you know, man, I'm, I am a child of his. Um, I know him and no matter what, that relationship isn't going anywhere and there's nothing I can do. Man, one of the most powerful quotes that I've ever heard was from a book, um, called the ragamuffin gospel. And it's a story between Rich Mullins and, and uh, Brendan Manning. And I don't know exactly how it goes, who said it. I think, I think Rich Mullins was driving down the road. I don't know if you heard of Rich Mullins. He's a guy who um, died in an automobile accident. He was a, an artist, uh, singer, songwriter. Yeah. Wrote some powerful songs, man. But, uh, but he's driving down the road and he's listening to a Brendan Manning sermon. And in that sermon, Brendan Manning says, God loves you. Not as you should be, but as you actually are, because you'll never be as you should be. <laughs> and he like pulls over on the side of the road and just breaks down because yeah. he had been wrestling with that and it finally hit him. He finally accepted that truth. And the reality is the the scary thing to me about suicidal thoughts are it's the opposite of that. And whether someone knows God or not, it, it might be a, it's a relationship they have. Right that they feel like, right, is is broken beyond repair. You're right. And that, that beautiful truth of God loves me, not as I should be, but as I actually am, because I'll never be, Tarshan, I'll never be as I should be till the day I die right now. When right. I die or when Jesus comes back, then I'll be fixed completely. But until then, bro, yeah. your boy's over here, I'm still struggling. I still have to wrestle. Right. Thoughts, attitudes, actions, it's all there, man. And... That is a beautiful truth to cling to. And obviously, um, you do a lot of this, you know, mine came from your, yours was born out of a, uh, maybe a thought mm-hmm. mine was born from a, uh, well, someone said something, I don't know if that was directly related, but it was a, 
you know, it's interesting to me, what, where did this start? Right. Yeah. Like that's, so for me, it was, uh, it was a mistake I made, which that can happen. Someone makes a mistake, they see consequence and they're like, oh man. Right. So one of the most tragic ones I remember hearing was a guy who was teaching seminary at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. A report came out that exposed that he was having an affair mm. and he did not. Well, I'm, I don't know his motives, but he, he committed suicide. Right. So what that communicates to me that he, he, and he did that before talking with his wife and kids. So what that communicates to me is that he, he understood his consequences and did not want to face them. So that was born from a mistake he made. But the saddest part of that story is his wife saying, I wish he would have stayed to give us a chance. Wow. Right. Wow. man. So again, it goes back to that. That makes me think, man, okay, I'm not like, who knows, but she's literally saying, man, give, give, give me that conversation. Right. And that's where this gets really heavy and serious is that, man, we, I think for anyone wrestling with that, please see the bigger picture and be willing to have that conversation and know that it may not be easy, but it'll always be worth it. Yeah, man. And God loves you. And the truth is, even in that scenario, like that wife loved him as he is. Not as he should be. She understood. Now, were there going to be, they'd have to, that's going to be a, who knows how that would have to work out. But I do know factual evidence. There are people who have had an affair and their marriage is now restored and redeemed and they are living happily married, having worked through that. So it is possible. Yeah. Right. I ain't saying it was easy for those people, (laughs) but possible. Yeah. So my point is, man, no matter what it is. And I think I think it's interesting though because even our two and there's probably a thousand other different reasons that those thoughts can be born. But how do I handle it? Well, I don't know how you put that in a sentence, man. Because there's no easy answers. Yeah. But I know there's always hope, and there's always tomorrow, man. Yeah, you are worth it. You're worth. How do you how do you handle it, man? Is is the exact thing you just keep going and understand it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You know, it, it might be hard. Like I said, I mean, I remember, you know, you spoke to uh, people in your life that that helped you from that and they didn't even know it. Yeah. One of those guys for me was a coach who I remember I was sitting in the stands and he came and he just sat there and he didn't. I was wondering if he was going to talk about my failure. Right. He knew it was a small town like everybody knew. Right. And I was president of the FCA. So like the president of the Christian club got drunk. So like that's obviously going to be a thing. But he didn't bring it up. And it was exactly what I needed. It was like he knew. I didn't need to be scolded. I had already been, you know, realized that that was a big mistake. So God really used him in my life. And a few years ago, I I wrote him a letter. And uh, I don't have a chance to get out to Georgia much. But next time I do, man, I do want to. I don't know if he got that letter or not. I'm praying he did. But I wrote it to both of those. It was was a brother's. And uh, two brothers, man, and they, they God used them to, to really help me in that situation. And to your point, you never know what somebody's going through and you never know what kind of thoughts they're having. Right. And so being willing to speak life to people and really be mindful of how we treat others is so, so important. And to be watching yeah. and praying and considering, man. Whew, man. I, yeah. I know. This, right? this was This was tough, man. And it wasn't necessarily tough like because you know 
you know, for us to be this transparent, you know, we got to go back and, and relive some things mentally sometimes. And, yeah. and, um, that's what it comes to on this podcast. Yeah. But I feel like this needed to be said because there's somebody out there that needs to hear yeah. this, man. So, and there's, there is a, you know, suicide hotline as well. Yeah. Um, I think we do need, we need to get that out. Yeah. But, I think that's, uh, I mean, that's important, right? Like help is available. Like, man, obviously, um, you know, there are certain things that I know as a pastor that if someone comes to me and they're like, Hey, I need to tell you something, but you can't tell anybody. I always have to respond with, well, Hey now. Okay. However, there, are, there is a few things that I would have to let right. know and because we want to help people. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that this is one of those things that if you're having those thoughts, you know, don't stay alone on it, yeah. uh, get help. And, you know, you can talk to us for sure. Um, I'm available. But I'm not an expert in this. Absolutely. So, I, so if we do, I'll, we'll have a good conversation, but then I'm going to direct you to get some legit counseling. Man, professional counseling is a good and healthy thing. Yeah. People sometimes have a bad pers- perspective. Is that the right word? Per, uh, perception. Perception, yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, that, that's a good thing, man. And Cal- I think when, is a, is, when you go for help, man, like when you say, I want to talk to you about this, but I don't, I don't want you to, you know, I don't want you to tell anybody or do anything. Like that's putting a block on that's not helping yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So if I came to you and I was like, man, Hey, I'm dealing with this problem, but I don't want you to tell anybody. That's right. yeah. Like that's not helping you. Yeah. Like, so you have to just go to a person, but you got that number. Yeah. 1-800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. That is the national suicide prevention hotline. And so uh, we do, I mean, in all seriousness, we want to encourage you, you know, don't, don't be alone on this. If, if you're too scared to talk to us or someone you're connected to, man, man, call that number. That's the nice thing about it, right? It gives you that first step. If you're like, I can't talk to my mom and dad about this. Well, hey, I get that. Okay. You know, if my one of my kids is struggling with this, I don't, here's the thing, Tarshawn, and, and maybe a kid needs to hear this. I'm not concerned with who they talk to yeah. as long as they talk to somebody. Right. It's not like I'm going to be upset as a daddy if my son or daughter decides to go to you or to call a hotline instead. I'm going to be like, I'm going to celebrate that they had that conversation. Right. I don't need to be the one. Right. Man, you call whoever you need to call to, to, to get help. Right. So I think that's important for people to hear. Yeah, man. Ah, man. Yeah, that's tough. Well, man, any other closing thoughts just as you think about this? I know it's a heavy one, man, but yeah. I, I am thankful for the conversation. And I think it does remind me, Tarshawn, that, you know, it's important in life to have tough conversations. Yeah, man. You know, on this podcast, we we talk about some lighthearted things. We talk about some fun things. We talk about some exciting things. Sometimes we talk about some sad things. And sometimes we talk about some serious things. And this is one of those serious things that uh, I'm thankful we're able to have the discussion because I know it's important. I know it's healthy. And I know uh, and I hope and pray it's a resource to people as they see this topic, as that question as they're scrolling through the podcast channel, that they'll see that question and be like, okay, I need to listen to this. And I hope and pray that they heard some things that will help encourage them right now with where they are yeah man you are worth it you're worth it don't don't uh give up on yourself don't give up on people that love you there are people that haven't told you that they love you yet Hmm. right there are people that have not told you how much they care about you and they love you Hmm. that you you wouldn't even realize so before you go to to thinking about that to thinking about anything other than Hmm. taking taking yourself out of this world 
Think about the people that haven't told you that. There are people that you haven't, you have a wife, you have a husband out there that, that is waiting for you. You know, if you desire to be loved, if you desire to be loved, there's a person out there that is waiting for you. Um, so don't give up on them. I'm looking at a man that, I'm thinking, I, I'm about, thinking about my wife about and kids family, right now. Bro. You literally just you just yeah. took me through my life. It's like, it I'm makes looking me smile at you, man, because and I'm looking behind you, and I can yeah. literally see your family right now. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like, bro, you what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's I know. something. I know your kids, man, your son. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like you can yeah. see that, and it's just like, man, what would have happened? This doesn't happen. You're not here. Like, I know. And there are people that have already, you know, committed that stuff mm. and. What, what could they have been? Well, and that's the thing. I, I hope people pay attention to those stories because the people left behind so badly just wanted a chance to redeem it, to make it right, right. to have that conversation. And that's what we have to learn from and be willing to go, okay, no one was like, oh, like, like the, the only thoughts in people's mind was, I wish they were still here. Right. I want to, you know, and so I think that's what you've got to remember and, and keep perspective of, right? Yeah. That, man, you have a, there is a plan and there is a purpose for your life to, to be such a blessing to other people. And you are. Yeah, I mean, man. think about, you know, I think about, it's just, it's it's a beautiful story that God has written. And I don't want to miss out on any of it. Right. And I don't want anyone on this earth to miss out on that amazing beautiful story that god has written for absolutely him. man well thank you guys so much for listening in again we want to end with that number again i just want to share it again in case anyone is really struggling with this and you're continuing to need help we want to point you to the national suicide prevention lifeline that's 1-800-273-8255 and with that tarshan i'll probably end a little different today just by signing off saying god bless you we're thankful for you yeah. and please get help if you need it yes sir peace